Hey there, everyone, and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. I'm Lorraine, and I am your host uh, today. Uh, I felt like I was on a roll, so I decided to go ahead and read the next chapter, which is actually the last chapter in Genesis. So this is episode 64.3, and this is Genesis chapter 50. So welcome uh, again, and I'm always glad that you're able to carve out a little bit of time out of your busy schedule. I know it's the new year, and everybody's got their resolutions, and they're trying to stick to them, and it's only a couple of days into it. So uh, anyway, but let me just apologize. At the end of last uh, episode, I swallowed wrong, and I went completely choking on my own spit, so to speak. So I apologize. Uh, It was a little crazy that last couple of seconds. So uh, I'll try not to do that again today. So, uh, so again, thank you for being here. And uh, we are going to go ahead and just dive right in. I'm going to pray. And uh, then we'll start reading this very last chapter. Then we get to go into Exodus, which is about 400 years after the end of Genesis. So there's a huge span. 400 years is like, you know, more than four generations of Israelites. So um, I don't know what happens in those 400 years in between uh, because I don't know Jewish history and I don't have a Jewish Bible. So I'm sure there's more to it of what's going on, but for whatever reason, it's not in our Bible. So, uh, but let's go ahead and pray and then we will read this next chapter. Heavenly Father, uh, thank you for always being there and always providing for us and being in control of every second that happens on this earth. Lord, you are, and in the universe, uh, we are grateful that we don't have to think about it. We don't have to worry about it. Uh, We just put everything in your hands, Lord. So thank you for uh, always doing what you do. And uh, we're just grateful and amazed at... uh, the love that you have for us. We love you so much. And we want to be in your will doing what it is that you want us to do. Uh, We are most grateful for the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross. We thank you for the, you know, sinless blood that he shed for us. He was a perfect, he was perfect. There's no, there's nothing else to say about that. He was perfect and his perfect blood covers our sins so that we can have salvation. Uh, Lord, we're just grateful and thankful, and we put all of our trust in you. Uh, Lord, I thank you for those that are out there listening. I am thankful for anybody who's new to this podcast, and I pray that more will come. I pray you expand this according to whatever your will is, Lord. But whoever is listening uh, is supposed to be listening. So we know that nothing is an accident. We know that there's no coincidences. It is all according to what your plan is, Lord. So keep bringing them and uh, we will keep doing what you want us to do. Uh, Lord, we ask you to bless this time in uh, your word, clear our minds, clear our hearts, and leave a path for us to understand what it is that you're trying to understand. what it is that you want us to understand from today's reading. Uh, Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so we are episode 64.3, and this is chapter 50 in Genesis, the last chapter in the book of Genesis. 
Joseph threw himself on his father and wept over him and kissed him. Then Joseph told the physicians who served him to embalm his father's body, so Jacob was embalmed. The embalming process took the usual 40 days, and the Egyptians mourned his death for 70 days. When the period of mourning was over, Joseph approached Pharaoh's advisors and said, Please do me this favor and speak to Pharaoh on my behalf. Tell him that my father made me swear an oath. He said to me, Listen, I am about to die. Take my body back to the land of Canaan and bury me in the tomb I prepared for myself. So please allow me to go and bury my father. After his burial, I will return without delay. Pharaoh agreed to Joseph's request. Go and bury your father as he made you promise, he said. So Joseph went up to bury his father. He was accompanied by all of Pharaoh's officials, all the senior members of Pharaoh's household, and all the senior officers of Egypt. Joseph also took his entire household and his brothers and their households, but they left their little children and flocks and herds in the land of Goshen. A great number of chariots and charioteers accompanied Joseph. When they arrived at the threshing floor of Atad, Atad, Near the Jordan River, they held a very great and solemn memorial service with a seven-day period of mourning for Joseph's father. The local residents, the Canaanites, watched them mourning at the threshing floor of Adad. Then they renamed that place, which is near the Jordan, Abel Mizraim, for they said, this is a place of, keeping, of deep mourning for these Egyptians. <clears throat> so Jacob's sons did as he had commanded them. They carried his body to the land of Canaan and buried him in the cave in the field of Machpelah near Mamre. This is the cave that Abraham had bought as a permanent burial site for, from Ephron the Hittite. <clears throat> Joseph reassures his brothers. After burying Jacob, Joseph returned to Egypt with his brothers and all who had accompanied him to his father's burial. But now that their father was dead, Joseph's brothers became fearful. Now Joseph will show his anger and pay us back for all the wrong we did to him, they said. So they sent this message to Joseph. Before your father died, he instructed us to say to you, please forgive your brothers for the great wrong they did to you for their sin in treating you so cruelly. So we, the servants of God of your father, beg you to forgive our sin. When Joseph received this message, he broke down and wept. Then his brothers came and threw themselves down before Joseph. Look, we are your slaves, they said. But Joseph replied, don't be afraid of me. Am I God that I can punish you? You, in, you intended to harm me, but God intended it all for good. He brought me to this position so I could save the lives of many people. No, don't be afraid. I will continue to take care of you and your children. So be reassured. So he reassured them by speaking kindly to them. The death of Joseph. So Joseph and his brothers and their families continued to live in Egypt. Joseph lived to the age of 110. He lived to see three generations of descendants of his son Ephraim, and he lived to see the birth of the children of Manasseh's son Maker, 
whom he claimed as his own. Soon I will die, Joseph told his brothers, but God will surely come to help you and lead you out of this land of Egypt. He will bring you back to the land he solemnly promised to give to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. Then Joseph made the sons of Israel swear an oath, and he said, When God comes to help you and lead you back, you must take my bones with you. So Joseph died at the age of 110. The Egyptians embalmed him, and his body was placed in a coffin in Egypt. All right, so uh, I did highlight a few things. Uh, I started out with the very first three verses. Uh, Joseph threw himself on his father and wept over him and kissed him. Then Joseph told the physicians uh, to embalm his father's body. Uh, so Jacob was embalmed. The embalming process took the usual 40 days. So it's over 30 days from the day of his death. And the Egyptians mourned his death for 70 days. So that's, you know, I don't know if that's plus the 40 days or if it was including the 40 days. I don't know. But apparently that was important enough to mention in this uh, chapter. It sounds to me like the Egyptians were very uh, respectful of Joseph and his dad. Obviously, they held them in very high regard. So then uh, I highlighted in five where Joseph asks his advisors to go, the Pharaoh's advisors to go to the Pharaoh and say, tell him that my father made me swear an oath. Uh, I am to uh, bring back his body to a tomb in uh, Canaan. I am uh, take my body back to the land of Canaan and bury me in the tomb I prepared for myself. Uh, so please allow me to go and bury my father. And of course, Pharaoh agreed to Joseph's request because he respected him. Uh, and bury your father as he made you promise. So Joseph went up to bury his father. He was accompanied by all of Pharaoh's officials, the senior members of Pharaoh's household, all the senior officers of Egypt. I mean, this is like huge. This is a huge thing going on here, obviously. Uh a great number of chariots and charioteers accompanied Joseph. Then they arrived at the threshing floor of Atad. Atad? I don't know what that is, but it must be something important. Near the Jordan River. Uh, a seven-day period of mourning for Joseph's father. So, I mean, this is like stretched out. You know, 70 days is almost three months, right? So, well, that, including the 40 days, that is over three months. Um... Then uh, Jacob's son did as he commanded them. They carried his body to the land of Canaan and buried him in the cave in the field of Machpelah near Mamre. This is the cave that Abraham had brought, bought as a permanent burial site from Ephron the Hittite. Then we go into the next section where Joseph's brothers are all worried because, you know, now the dad's gone, you know, he can, you know, do whatever he wants. He's got nobody to be accountable to. Uh, so, of course, you know, they're apologizing and asking for forgiveness. Please forgive your brothers for the great wrong they did to you for their sin in treating you so cruelly. Uh, of course, Joseph, apparently, you know, Joseph's got a very kind heart. That's what I've been getting from all of this. He's obviously a kind-hearted man and a good ruler. Um, so he uh, breaks down and cries, um, right? When Joseph received the message, he broke down and wept. Then his brothers came and threw themselves down before Joseph. Look, we are your slaves. This is, again, 
uh, bowing down to Joseph. This is like the third or fourth time we've read this, you know, his dream coming true. Joseph replies, don't be afraid of me. Uh, am I God that I can punish you? You intended to harm me, but God intended it all for good. That line I underlined, verse 20, because it goes, that was like a, uh, that's what was written in Romans 8.28, you know, uh, whatever was intended for bad, what is that? Hold on, I'll tell you in just a second. Oh, where is it? Hang on. Romans, Romans, Romans. Is it? No, oh, there it is. Romans 8.28. So, um, let me see. And we know, here it is, 8.28. And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. That's exactly what this is saying. It's like what was supposed to be harmful to Joseph, God used for good because he ended up using him and putting him in a position so that he could save the lives of many people. Um, so he says, don't be afraid of me. I will continue to take care of you and your children. Rest, uh, be reassured uh, that by speaking kindly to them. So he's not going to do anything bad to them. Uh, he lives for 110 years. He sees three generations. Uh, and then um, he, he dies at 110. And the Egyptians... The Egyptians embalmed him, and his body was placed in a coffin in Egypt. So I don't, I know that, well, I don't know if he ever makes it back to Canaan or not. But we'll find out when, you know, the exodus. I mean, I would hope that they take his body with them, but we don't know. Uh, so that's it for today. Um, I am just... Uh, glad that I got to do two today and obviously I'm still wearing the same sweatshirt that I was wearing yesterday so and maybe I'll do a third one I don't know so if you see me in this sweatshirt again don't be surprised um anyway uh so that's it for today uh as always I will lead you in the prayer of salvation uh because you know it's kind of important to make Jesus Lord of your life um if you feel like God is calling you to do that, I, this is not a magic prayer. This is not about me. I say this all the time. Uh, this is between you and God and your heart. And so if you feel like God is calling you, then this is your moment. I will lead you in the prayer. And uh, for those of you who are already believers, feel free to say it again to reaffirm uh, your um, faith. So let's pray. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, Today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect to know that I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your one and only son, Jesus, on the cross. It's his perfect and spotless blood that covers all of my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior. I will accept him into my heart and live my life for him. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer for the first time, congratulations. Uh, welcome into the adopted family of Christ. And you are now a brother or sister in Christ. And so go live your life for Jesus. Uh, but first, we always recommend you mark today, whatever day it is that you're listening to this podcast uh, or watching. Uh, mark it in your Bible. 
uh, as today of your new birthday. And uh, we always recommend that you get to a pastor or a church, somebody who can help navigate you to the next step. Um, don't sit on the sidelines. Don't think that this is the end of it because God has something planned for you. Whatever it is, you got to find out what it is. And the only way to find out what it is is to have a relationship with him. So, And the way to have a relationship with him is to read your Bible because that's how you get to know him better. So uh, join a ministry, uh, start a Bible study, volunteer, whatever it is. People are always looking for volunteers. Churches need volunteers desperately uh, to help out. Um, even the little things, you know, I don't know, even if it's, you know, sweeping up the floors after church, you know, it could be anything. Uh, so, uh, with that said, um, go live your life for Jesus. Again, I will say it's not a spectator sport. You got to dive right in and get into it. So, uh, that's it for today. I am blessed beyond measure. I'm so grateful I get to do this, uh, five days a week with you. And I look forward to this Friday with Jeremiah and catching up with him and having our little uh, chatter that we get to have. So uh, whatever time of day it is, I don't know, morning, noon, or night, I'm just glad that you were able to stop and uh, read your Bible. So God bless you. Have a great day, and I will see you tomorrow.